This episode of Whatever is sponsored by you. You can help support the show by being a Patreon member. Go to www.patreon.com slash whatever with Jason Soto. And for only three bucks a month, you get early access to episodes and bonus content. Only three bucks a month. Patreon.com slash whatever with Jason Soto. Cause this is my United States of whatever. And this is my United States of whatever. And this is my United States of whatever. Hello, everybody. What is up? Welcome to Whatever with Jason Soto, the comedy podcast that has had it with these monkey-loving snakes on this Monday to Friday flight. I'm your host, Jason Soto. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Introduce my co-host, Rob Lisa. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Uh, It's Monday. Doing okay. It is Monday. It's January as we're recording this. It is. And um, fuck you, January. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, actually, before I get to my January story, uh, rabbitholepodcast.com is where it's at. That's where all the cool kids go and they hang and they smoke cigarettes and watch French films and where uh-huh. bur- <laughs> you're gonna I, set him off again <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm losing i'm losing the the metaphor come to rabbit hunt podcast i am anywho french <laughs> yeah if, so if you go to <laughs> if you go to rabbit hole podcast.com uh you're gonna find all kinds of different podcasts there uh a whole bunch a lot of awesome ones uh you definitely go check that out and then we are somewhat sponsored by run p yes run p run p it is an app you download for free on your phone, either Android or Apple, uh, whichever you have. It's absolutely free. And uh, when you go to the movie theater and you need to go to the bathroom, uh, you just consult the app. It tells you when's the best time to go to the bathroom and uh, what happens during that time. And so you don't miss anything important from the movie. Uh, yeah, it's called Run P. It's an app. It's an awesome app. We use it here all the time when we go to the movies. Um, I haven't seen a movie since Spider-Man. I don't know if next time I'm, I might go see Scream this week. I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, we use it here. Lisa is a big proponent of it. Oh, uh, love Run P. Uh, Rob just got into it. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's just going to be that from Rob all day. Oh, man. Okay, Wait. this is already going to be an episode. All Wait. right. <laughs> So I just so there you go run pee. So I just got back from uh, visiting my hometown of Chicago, and it snowed like eight thousand inches while I was up there. Yeah, it appears that that's headed my way for this weekend. Like this, I just looked at the weather, and it looks like we get like eight to twelve coming our way. Oh wow, wow, that's yeah. wild. That's wild. I only hope that that will come on Friday, not Saturday, because whatever. I don't want my weekend destroyed, but my weekend of sitting at home, I'd rather you know not go to school. But well, um, it, it'll it'll inches. dissipate by the time we actually get there. 
with eight to 12 inches, I'm pretty sure your weekend would be destroyed. I don't go anywhere. That's a fantastic weekend for me. <laughs> it means I don't have to go anywhere. But then you would rather the school be closed because of the weather. So I would rather school be closed because I'd like school to be closed. <laughs> so, I don't care so what you, it is. you'd rather it happen during the weekday is what you're saying. Yes. Don't okay. waste a good snow day on a weekend. But then don't you have to make that up in the back end? So now this is the whole thing with COVID. Here he goes. Uh, here's the whole thing with COVID. So you can do, you know, distance learning days and virtual learning days, which means you don't have to make them up. And, you know, what I tend to do is whatever it is that we were working on, because I always have assignments that like drift through the week. So I might post something on Monday and say, hey, get this in by Friday or the following Monday. And so whatever thing we were working on the day before, so like on a Thursday, whatever it is we're working on, Friday's assignment would be, hey, you know that thing that's been assigned since Monday? Get that done today. <laughs> if a kid got that done early, you're good with me for the day. I'm all set. Go have some fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. Go you're read awesome. something. You're so, an awesome fucking teacher. I like to think so. I mean, I give. they always have something that they need to be doing. Um, there's always some long-term assignment. Yeah, there's always some long-term assignment in the rope somewhere. It's like, you know what? Go do this or go read something. I'm okay with it, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I yeah, I was, oh man. School days uh uh snow days don't exist anymore now, right? Because Not really fucking, because of this. Fucking COVID had to like ruin that. Like Oh man, it's well, weird. I mean, the other side of it is that now we don't have to go to school, you know, further into the year, which is not a terrible thing. I just think, um, you know, as much as I'm a proponent of using technology for checking in with kids and saying, hey, I'm here, I'm available if you need any help, but work on this. I don't have any problem with asynchronous learning. I think it's useful. I think it's something that works better for kids who need either a slower pace or a quicker pace. Um, but when it comes to a day like this, I think you have to dial it back a bit. You can't expect kids to sit in front of a screen for eight hours. I mean, as it is now, the standard school day is a pain in the neck. You know, you sit and listen to people drone on for six full hours. And it's just, it's hard to focus for that long. I can't focus that long. And I do this for a living. <laughs> so I think it's I think it's important to build in breaks, you know, give them something that they can do on their own for a bit. If they need some help from you, great. But it's not something that should keep them busy from 730 to 230. In fact, most people are saying that they, their kids work more when it's an at home learning day, which should be the opposite. It should be a little bit less. Yeah. Let them do what they need to do. And if they need help, then come get you, you know. Yeah, really. Like. You're at home. Like, take it easy. <laughs> well, don't take <laughs> it fuck? easy, but make sure. No, you take have it easy. Well done. Oh, no, fuck God. that. No, fuck. Hey, no, no, fuck that. I would not. I would not make a good student nowadays. I would. I would not do the e-learning. I'd be like, no, nah, I ain't turning this fucking computer on. <laughs> so, for for us old folkies, um, what is asynchronous learning? Um, not all at the same time. So, you know, synchronous learning is everybody in the classroom all at once. We're all doing the same thing um, all at the same time. That's synchronous. If you're doing something asynchronously, frankly, what you're doing right now, you're learning asynchronously in the classes you're taking because you have stuff that you have to get done, but you're not all meeting at the same time a certain day a week, are you? I'm asynchronous. Right. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. But yeah, I would not. I would not survive in the the, the high school climate today. Because 
I mean, just in general, like I think about this a lot. I think about what it would be like if I was in school during these get my modern weed? times. <laughs> and like, uh, you know, mainly the social media aspect of it, like gives me anxiety to no end. Cause I can't even imagine what like my life would have been like in high school with social media happening. Oh, forget it. I don't even want to imagine what high school is like with social. Forget it. I'm in there every day, and I'm thankful that I didn't have to deal with any of that when I was there. Yeah, like it's I, a shit show, pure and simple. Oh, it's horrific. Yeah, I can't even. I can't even imagine what that would be like. My life would be nuts. But uh, okay, so what I did want to talk about was um, the game Uno. Do you guys play Uno? Uno, dos, tres, catorce. And now he's in Spanish. yes i have played uno rob i'm sure you have i have played uno i have the digital version on my computer so i would like it noted to nick that i did not make the u2 reference that was rob (laughs) you're welcome nick um he's not listening uh so do you guys guys, (laughs) i'm joking he paid my i know i'm teasing um do you guys play with with house rules with Uno? I don't know. Okay, so uh, this, this is going to be like ruining my Monopoly life, isn't it? So <laughs> this past weekend, I played Uno with my sister, um, uh, her boyfriend, uh, and Felicia and I. We all played Uno, and as I'm shuffling the cards, my sister's like asking me all these questions, like so. Do we play with this? Do we do with that? I'm getting to what the rules are in a second, but she's asking me all this, and I'm looking at her. I'm like, like, who the fuck are you playing Uno with? That like you're asking all these weird ass questions. They ask questions first. So she's like, okay, do the do you stack the 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 the, the two uh, the draw twos? And I had to like, like, what is that? And she's like, well, if you play a draw two. And then someone else in response plays a draw two. The third person has to draw four cards. Oh, that's evil. <laughs> well, it's, it's actually it's no different than um a It's no different than stacking, you know, wild force. But do you okay, do you do that? No, I don't play that. I don't play what you just said, Jason. I don't know what Rob just said. It depends on how big of a bastard I want to be to somebody. <laughs> okay, so wow, it seems like there's a lot of. House it's it's rules. a house. Okay, so it's a house rule. Um, you can you can stack draw twos on top of draw twos. You can stack like the four of any color, then draw four. You know, you can stack those. Um, the online game allows people to do that. Really? Oh I yeah. Can- it can get brutal. It can get like at one point there was one time I had to draw like sixteen cards. I don't understand why a draw two stack how that would even work. Because if I put down a draw two and Jason is the next player, he draws two. And then Well, it's because the next I'm, person plays. If I have a draw two in my hand when you play a draw two, I play that has like a response you know what i mean that like, becomes a draw four to the next person and, and then this a... way the whole skip doesn't happen so you get to skip your turn by playing not skip your turn i see what you're getting at i don't play that way though I don't yeah play. i i looked at her I looked at my sister and I was like what the fuck are you talking about 
<laughs> yeah, that's interesting. And it's I was like, no, I, I was like, though. no, I don't do that. Like, what, what the hell are you talking about? And then she asked about the uh, what the hell else was it? Because that one was like stuck in my mind the most. I think it was the I think it was the the the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was the draw four. She wanted to do the same way with that. Oh, and the next easy. person would have to do what to draw eight. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, it's a house rule. You can do that with I, anything. I can't Draws, even imagine. Skips. But I can't imagine. That game's kind of brutal. Like, holy shit. What you the need, like, multiple decks to keep up with that. Like, that's just evil. <laughs> yeah, that was what my reaction was. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. how? But it's, it's so much fun when somebody, like, reverses three times in a row. And then you're like, oh, fuck, I got to draw a card. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're doing this just to get out of the process. You're like, okay, reverse it, reverse it. I don't have anything, reverse it. Well, I don't have anything either, reverse it. You son of a bitch. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, yeah, I, I guess I was a, I was too much of a stickler, and I, st- I stuck with the regular rules. We didn't do the stacking things. We just did the, yeah. the, and it was hard enough as it was. That's <laughs> the point. There's also drinking rules. What are the drinking um, rules? I'm I have curious. never played drinking. Well, it depends. It depends on who you play with. Um, one of the drinking rules I play is this: um, if you do more than um, three of any kind in a row, like three, three draw twos, three draw fours, three um, reverses, you gotta take a shot. Hmm. Um, if you so in the online version, you can um, you can play a two, and then if somebody else has a two, you know it's they can change the color. So if you change the color, you have to take a shot. Um, and then the first one out wins, and then everybody else has to like chug a beer, you know. Hmm. Hmm. It's just a really fast way of getting drunk and then hitting your friends. <laughs> Well, I guess that works. Well, have either of you guys done, like, other house rules to other games? Uh, Monopoly, probably. Okay. I'm sure I do something stupid in Monopoly that other people don't do. So, okay, you probably play Monopoly wrong is probably what you Mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. So, okay, I I like to do this little quiz for people who play Monopoly. All right, Lisa, when you land on free parking, what happens? You get all the money that's in the middle. What money are you putting in the middle? Anytime you have to pay the bank something, anytime you're fined anything, anytime you have to pay to get out of jail or whatever it is, it goes in the middle. Okay, that's wrong. I know it is. <laughs> I didn't say it was right. I said it's probably some dumb rule that I play in Monopoly. Well, so like the reason why people don't like one of the reasons people don't like Monopoly is because and of you how you start with 500 bucks in the middle at the beginning of the game. Yeah, see, that's not you don't do any of that. I know that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so hey, wh- you're coming from a family that's stacking draw twos. I don't want to. Burn! Wow! Get something out of my game. <laughs> board game burn. But <laughs> that's a hashtag right there. Board game burn. Board game burn. That's your title, by the way. Hashtag right, right, right. board she game took burn. took mo- that Monopoly monocle and just shoved it deep, Jason. So, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. So, okay. I guess you already know. But I mean, do you do you know the proper way to play Monopoly? Like, I don't do, do you not? Do you I know Monopoly? That when was the last time you played it, Rob? Uh, 
God, it's been a while. I, just, I play a lot of different board games now, and Monopoly is one of those games where it teaches people to hate to be, each other. To hate each other, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't need that game to teach me to hate people. I hate people in general, you know. Mm. What is the my... proper thing? Tell, remind me of the the what it is I'm doing wrong or what I should be doing. Or... Okay, well, so, so first off. The free parking doesn't do anything. It's just a space you just land on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be like a breather space because it's in like the other end of the board, and it's supposed to be you know. So okay, I'm here. I don't have to pay zone. any. I don't have to pay any rent or anything. So that's what that does. You do not put any money in the center. That that doesn't exist. Uh, anything that you pay pay goes to the bank. So whenever you pay whatever you have to pay, instead of it putting in the center, it goes to the bank. Now the thing that most people don't know is the auction rules. Um, yeah, that's always a rough one. Yeah, nobody ever knows this. And this I'm about to blow a lot of people's minds. So, um, when you land on a property and you don't want it, you then put it up for auction. And then other players can bid on it starting at $10. And then even you, who passed up on it, can bid on it. So then, um, after that, and then you know someone buys it or someone doesn't. Um, but it remains available to buy later. Uh, but it goes off like every property you land. Wait a minute. How does it how does it remain available to buy later if somebody buys it? No, no, if someone didn't buy it. So let's say you put it up for auction and, and then it just it. no one wants it at that time, oh, okay. then it's available the next time someone lands on it. I thought you weren't allowed to to claim it if it was you weren't allowed to bid if you put it up for bid. That seems more logical to me. Otherwise you would just blow it off and hope to get it for cheaper. No, yeah, that's what I, that's what I meant by you can buy. Sorry, I probably didn't explain that very clearly. I'm still adjusting to the time zone change. Um, that's okay. <laughs> of a whole uh, hour, right? It's a whole hour. Yeah, that whole hour really fucks you up. I'm tell you. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. So if you're you're putting up for bid, you don't bid on it. But then if someone else lands on it, and then they put it up for auction, you can bid on it. Gotcha. So it's not, it's not like, you know, I'm never buying this ever again through the whole course of the game just because I'm not buying it okay, this one time. Makes sense to me. So, yeah. So that's that's how Monopoly's played. And then the thing I can't remember off the top of my head is it's not supposed to last as long as it does. It's supposed to only be like an hour and a half tops. <laughs> um and it's supposed because it it has to do well. See the the putting the You're expected money to go broke faster because the money in the center is what's making it go longer because yeah, that makes sense because y- y- the whole object is to be the last person with the most money right and so if you're constantly putting money in the center and the people are landing on it and getting more money that sort of defeats the purpose so that's how that, that makes sense so it's supposed to be a shorter game but people make it longer for whatever reason. Now because I'm gonna say like to hate each other. <laughs> I have not played Monopoly since I was a teenager. Um, I can't find anyone to play it nowadays. <laughs> um, because most people think it's boring because of this very reason. Games. Yeah. So, um, but I remember playing it a lot as a kid, and actually, I kind of remember having fun. Honestly, I always enjoyed it. I'm 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 alone in that probably, but I've I really have always enjoyed it. I liked it. Okay, no one has anything to say about that. Well, All right. I mean, I, it sucks that nobody wants to play anymore. I mean, yeah. it's a bummer. Yeah, it is. Uh, but it's all good. Shit, uh, I was on mute. My bad. <laughs> He's I said, in there talking I, to himself. <laughs> I was. 
I was like, Jason, I'll play Monopoly with you. We can be Monopoly brothers. And he's like, okay, fine. Nobody's got something to say. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear you say anything. Well, you said you didn't like it. I'm not going to force you to play something you don't like. You forced me to play a lot of games I don't like, and I end up liking them. Do it, really. For, except for that Home Alone game. That game sucked. Yeah, that did suck. Well, and then I'm admitting that sucked, so. Uh, really, I made you play stuff you didn't like. I didn't know that. Well, normally, like, when I play games, I'm like, ah, I'm probably not going to like it because just of how it's designed. Mm. But if I get somebody who plays it and they're like, yeah, I really love it, and they, they teach it good, like, they teach it better than the rules. Because nowadays, like, you know, Jason, you're a board game fanatic. I'm a board game fanatic. <clears throat> Sometimes when they write the rules, they write the rule, the, the game designer creates the rules, and then they write it as they remember it. And they don't have somebody going over the rules, but like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You got to rephrase that. Mm, okay but i mean you know i i would play it you know i would play different versions of it um yeah i, I only would... have i only, actually i have an old version i got it when it when um parker brothers was still around i have a parker brothers version of monopoly Ooh, that's, yeah that's probably worth some money well i don't know well i i could check but i doubt it <laughs> let me let me go to hop on the good old ebay and see what offering rate is for a uh uh, Parker Brothers uh, Monopoly. Now set. you were talking about house rules to video game to board games, right? Um, no, but go ahead. I want to hear where this goes. I, I was just gonna say I have a house rule to uh, playing Settlers of Catan. Oh, okay. What's uh, I've I'm vaguely I've never played Catan myself, but I've seen it played like online. Um, it's really simple. If you don't play the game, you just burn it. <laughs> yeah, all right. Catan. Okay, so Catan is a really interesting game, um, but it's also it kind of falls in the realm of Monopoly, where you're going to have one winner, um, obviously, and depending on how big of a douche that winner is, you know, makes it fun. You know, it's. Mm. I like playing games with people. Like, if there's a winner, like depending upon the kind of game, you know, and if they win, they win, whatever. But if you got games that are just straight up like, oh, it's winner take all, or it's this or that, and somebody's a really total douchebag on it, you know, it it stops it makes, being fun. Yeah, it stops being fun. Hmm. Yeah. See, I've never played Catan, so I can't speak on that necessarily. So I looked up Parker Brothers Monopoly on eBay, and I can get a cool twenty dollars for it. Whoa! You can buy coffee for the week. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, even like the old like 1930s versions are only are like forty five dollars. Like it's not even. <laughs> the problem is they were mass produced. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I now, mean... if you had an autograph version from you know the creators of the game themselves, if you had like an autograph version, I guess you could probably sell that for some serious dollars. Well, I don't. Th- I don't think anyone knows who designs Monopoly. It's just one of those games that just merely exists. Yeah, it manifested into the. Ether it's just itself. yeah, it just it just it just created out of the ground. It just formulated <laughs> from the ground, and it was like there's Monopoly, and 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 yeah, I don't know. So anywho, um, all right, yeah. See, I don't, I don't, I try when I play any kind of board game to not house rule anything, um, just because sometimes you, know, you have to. Yeah, there probably are times where like I I have to because it's like a situation will come up. Okay, here's a great example, 
and I don't know if either of you played this either. There's a game that I have called Exploding Kittens. I know yes. Exploding Kittens. I was a backer for that Kickstarter. I, that was one of the very first games I ever kickstarted. Yep. Um, okay, so we had to a situation the same night we were playing Uno with my sister and everyone I just mentioned. So shame. So it got it got down to uh, Felicia and my sister's boyfriend named Teddy, and uh, they were the last two remaining, and um, and so we were playing with the expansion. So there's an ex- there's a card in the expansion that is called Streaking Kittens, I believe, and what it does is when you draw it, it lets you keep an exploding kitten in your hand. And then if at any point in time either another person, like, steals that card from you, they explode. Or if that's the last card in your hand, then you explode. And I'm assuming people that are listening knows what Exploding Kittens is because I just kind of glossed over all of that. Because um, it will take way too long to explain. So if you don't if know you how Exploding Kittens... Just, <laughs> just pick it up. Just go buy it. Yeah, it's a really fun game. It seriously is a really fun game. Uh, Target sells it. Um, your local board game shop sells it that too yes uh i just go to target all the time and i just constantly see it there um but anyway um so it was down to uh it was down to them too uh teddy had a diffuser which is a card that you play to diffuse a exploding kitten and felicia had the exploding kitten and the streaking kittens card and that's all they had and none of us knew what to do because <laughs> she couldn't play a card. She didn't have a card to play. There were no more cards to draw from the deck. The deck was gone. And if he drew the exploding kitten, he had a diffuser, but then she had the streaking kitten card, which puts the exploding kitten back into her hand. So it was just like this weird. And she would <laughs> lose automatically. Well, no, because she had the streaking kitten card that let her keep the exploding kitten card in her hand. Yeah, but once you get rid of the, the streaking card, it's over. But nothing made her get rid of the streaking kitten card. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's that's kind of a fuck up. Yeah. So we were just like, what do we do? And I just said, it was like one in the morning at that point, And I just like, you know what? You both won. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a house rule that because, I, you know, I was just tired. Right. <laughs> but like, it was like, what do you like, you know? I don't know if any that ever happened with the designers. The designers probably never in a million years imagined that situation. Well, that's uh, a rare instance. I don't think. Yeah, that's a, that's a really. It's, it happens every once in a while. And I don't know. I don't know if like I, the people who design Splitting Kittens, they've designed a whole bunch of other games too. There that are hilarious, and I don't know yeah. if, if anybody's ever told them that. You know. Yeah. So you know, I just wonder. Man, I should have took a picture of all that and then just asked them on Twitter later. But again, I was really tired. Mm-hmm. But that's such a weird situation. So like, I had to like just make one up at this on the spot. So that's probably how like house rules work. Is it's well, one yeah. in the morning and you <laughs> you just want to go to bed. <laughs> I think that's a fair point. That's probably how. Uh, all right. So all right, Lisa, you have exploding kittens. Do you have all the expansions? Uh, probably not. I think I have the first expansion. Oh, okay. So do you like it? The kind of shame? I do like it quite a bit. I just, I don't often get a chance to play it. Mm. Yeah, it's better with more people. I yeah, think. see, that's the thing. Like, the, 
the downside to somebody like me when it's an introversion thing, I'm not often, you know, in these large gatherings of people. This does not entertain me. So I don't often have the opportunity to play these games because I, you know, if, if we get a whole bunch of people together, it's not at my house because I don't want people here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, Maybe it's you just, invite people over. Yeah, it's just one of those things. My husband is far more social than I am. And so occasionally we'll do that. He'll have dinner or something. But, you know, and the other side of it is with COVID, we haven't had people over. Like, it's not a yeah. thing that you've that we've done in a while. So um, I, I don't know. It's It's been a while. And so other games that we've played usually aren't exploding kittens because whoever we're with, it wasn't, you know, something that sounded interesting to them. Hmm. Like the the game that we've played the most and played most recently is uh, what Betrayal on the House on the Hill. Ooh, yes. that's fun. We that one that we've played a lot because that usually gets to be fun and is not too complicated and that gets pretty entertaining. Yes. Yeah. You played the uh, Betrayal at Boulder's Gate version? No. Basically, same game, just a little D and D. There's know? a D and D theme to it. Yeah, I, oh, I haven't cool. played it. Yeah, I haven't played it. Um. But I played the I mean, legacy you know, version. Dark haunted house murder mystery stuff is more my realm. And yeah, my I can see realm, you. So. I could totally see you liking betrayal. Absolutely. Scooby Doo on crack. Yeah. I played the Scooby Doo version too. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know there was other versions like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's really it's betrayal, but for kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you have to kind of keep that in mind when you play it. <laughs> that's fair. So, uh, but otherwise, it's not too bad. <clears throat> so, all right. Well, okay. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess we all do our own house rules, if you will. That's what they say. Most yeah. house rules are created when you're playing a game and you find out that there's a flaw in it, and you just kind of make a decision on the spot. Kind of work with the decision. On it. Yeah. I mean, I've I've met board game creators who are like, yeah, our house rules this because we found that it's fucked up. Um, like if you ever play a game from certifiable studios, uh, if they're ever going to watch certifiable studios, if you're listening, I'm just going to plug them in there. Um, (laughs) they've actually, you know, they've actually done that on some of their, uh, their updates. Like, yeah, we, we found, we broke the game a little bit. Our house rules is now, um, it's really fun to watch, to listen to Jesse from certifiable talk about that. He goes, yeah, I'm a dumbass. I don't know what I did wrong. Mm. Created the game and then it's not working. Right. So house rule makes sense yeah yeah i guess yeah i was talking about the second edition you know yeah i was was, yeah when i was you know we were playing all these games i was talking and i was like i don't know how these game designers come up with these games yeah because it's like you got to be some kind of next level genius to like come up with all the shit and some of it's so complicated yeah it really is like there are there are certain board games that like i can't wrap my head around to play let alone, Ethereum. let alone, like, how the fuck did you design this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, normally you, okay, so actually, um, I kind of have a story about this. Um, okay. Yeah, it, it does involve uh, Survival Studios again, so I'm going to plug them in one more time. Uh, I was asking, when I when I first met them, I bought uh, Who Goes There from them at Gen Con. I asked them, I was like, you know, so where did you get the idea from? Because I had bought um, The Thing. And it was that that Gen Con that I I, I was going to borrow your copy of uh, the thing, Jason. You know, I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was talking to them. And they're like, 
well, we've played the thing, we've watched the thing. I've, and Jesse was like, I've read the book, the thing. And don't get me wrong, the thing is a hell of a game. It's fun, but he's like, I just thought there was more to it. And I wanted to create something that was meatier, you know, something that that brought, you know, had the same concepts of, you know, of the book, but delve into the characters more and, and made things more interesting. And I'm like, oh. So it's it's a love of a you know when it comes to like board games it's a love of um it's a love of something it's you know it's it's a very painful process um, because you know some people take months because they're a small crew take years or some companies are like oh yeah no we'll just push the newer version out tomorrow you know because you know we have ten thousand people working on it oh wow okay. I was just, sorry. I was going through the news to kind of like look for the next thing to talk about. And oh god, I, see, I was getting into a passionate subject. And you're like, yeah, I was listening. I was looking on the news. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, as a host of the show, I have to kind of keep things. He's gonna keep things rolling along. So, but I, I let you talk and. That's where you come you... up with subject topics at the beginning of the show, Jason. Gosh, that's not how. Together. That's not how this works. You know that. <laughs> you know that. I make things up on the fly. No. Exactly. Okay, you guys want to hear a fucked up story? This is really fucked up. Sure. Really, really fucked up. Oh okay, boy. here we go. Here we go. Everyone brace yourselves. Oh, God. Teen inspired by Scream plotted to kill jogger Keep Body for sex fantasies. Oh, for God's sake. What the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just saw that headline, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, there's a lot to unpack just in that sentence. Is that from The Onion? <laughs> No, this is from the New York Post. <laughs> this was a this, so some eighteen year old. Oh my god, he tried to do a Jeffrey Dahmer. Holy shit! What? Was that before or after he? All right, now you're gonna go through and give the details here. Okay, well, no, okay. So when I say Jeffrey Dahmer, I meant like before the eating purse part. So okay, Jeffrey Dahmer is like my go-to true crime case. I know like so much about it. It's it, I'm kind of fascinated by it. So yeah, I, I figured know, you were talking about putting pieces in the freezer. I know like the whole story from beginning to end. Um, so when Jeffrey Dahmer was a teenager and he had all these like really morbid, terrible thoughts in his mind, uh. There would there was this jogger that would go by his house every day, and he would fantasize about killing him and then doing things with the corpse. That was what I meant when I said this guy wanted to do a Jeffrey Dahmer, and it's exactly how this begins. This this teenager was trying to kill a jogger, and then he was going to keep the corpse in his closet to fulfill his sexual fantasies. Ew. Jesus. Um. So the kid's only eighteen, and I'm going to give everybody three guesses as to what state this is in. <laughs> is it florida it is indeed florida <laughs> you got it good job lisa you get a oh, gold star florida. give yourself a gold star that you probably give to your students well, um he's gonna be florida man for the day oh florida man <laughs> florida man uh yeah he tried to strangle this jogger to death but the victim overpowered him and detained him until the police arrived and then the the teen uh, confessed that he came up with this after watching Scream, and he watched a jogger for six weeks. <sighs> now, now it doesn't say if it's the new Scream or if it's the original one because they're both called Scream. Well, so, if it's a teenager, it's probably the new Scream because he probably doesn't have the attention to watch the older ones. Well, you never know. 
I mean, and okay, he tried well, to he tried to strangle a jogger, a person who was becoming more physically fit. I mean, well, and then yeah, that's really stupid. Like, why are you gonna go after some guy who's working out? Go after the guy eating at McDonald's. That's probably the more like place you need to be <laughs> looking out for your victims. Don't go after a fucking guy running the every dude who just day. Ate a fucking Big Mac. Right, exactly. This is the stupidest. Like, all of this is stupid. First off, like none of this is a good idea. But even the first part of I'm gonna attack this jogger is a terrible idea. You might as well go to like fucking Planet Fitness and like, okay, I'm gonna attack one of these people <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> like what the fuck dude so yeah he said he's first studied- person that does a bench press bench press i'm gonna poop on their face <laughs> the first- <laughs> that's more of like a frat boy revenge thing than anything um so he told the cops that you know he would watch this jogger for six weeks and he'd watch his routine and he would go by the his house uh which is basically like Jeffrey Dahmer thing like this jogger would always run by Jeffrey Dahmer by the way to both of you guys I highly recommend this movie called My Friend Dahmer oh yeah it's the I have the graphic novel me too the movie is fucking amazing yeah the the performances is like top notch the kid the kid they got to play Jeffrey Dahmer should have won a fucking Oscar because really I was really convinced this was Jeffrey yeah and like when you look at pictures of Dahmer as a teenager this is like a dead ringer like interesting yeah it's amazing like this dude should have got something. It's it's wonderful. I highly recommend it. I don't know where it's at. It's kind of hard to find, but if you can find it, probably like your library, honestly, would be your best bet. Oh, yeah. Um, But, you know, it might be. Let me see if it's Yeah, just walk somewhere. up to the library. Yeah, I'm looking for a copy of my friend Dahmer. And then they'll probably get oh, it Oh, well, you know what? In, in, in a similar line of thinking there, oh. I rent. Go ahead. It's on Hulu. There you go. Perfect. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Lisa. No, it's okay. Um, so I, I rented, I was looking for a, a documentary called, um, oh, crap. Uh, oh, for I goodness sakes, okay. my brain is not thinking today. Um, it, the Freedmans. Is it Searching the Freedmans? Oh, or? Capturing the Freedmans. Capturing. Thank you. I knew there was an ING there. So I wanted <laughs> to see Capturing the Freedmans, and I couldn't find it, and it wasn't streaming and everything else. And I was like, all right, I'll look through the library system because they always have the weird stuff, lo and behold. So I put it on hold. I go and pick it up at the library. <laughs> and the librarian looks at it and goes, oh, you're going to need a nice comedy after you finish watching this. <laughs> <laughs> this dear, dear woman thinks that I'm being required to watch this for some psychology class or something. <laughs> he doesn't know that I'm just a twisted true crime junkie yep. who wanted to see this horrible movie because this is the stuff that I enjoy watching for fun. Mm. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like this poor lady. And I'm like, I didn't correct her. I just left it alone. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Oh, actually, it's on a bunch of stuff. It's on Hulu, Peacock, AMC Plus. If you have that, oh, that's good to um, know. It's on. It's on Hoopla. If you have that from your library, it's on that. Hoopla. Um. Does Canopy yeah, it's have on, it? Uh, yes, Canopy. There you has go. It. Also, the library system. Yeah. So there you go. So there's a lot of places you can. To everyone out there, yeah, I recommend this movie. Not a lot of people talk about it. I don't know why. It's really good. Uh, it's, it's it about, really kind of came and went. Like it really didn't. It's about know, it, it's about Jeffrey Dahmer has has a teenager when he's in high school, and it's from the point of view of this guy that went to high school with Dahmer, and they were quote unquote friends. I'll say they weren't exactly friends. They were kind of 
like these people were kind of using Jeffrey Dahmer just for their own entertainment, kind of making fun of him uh, in their own my way. Best friend. And um, Rob, have you seen this or heard about this or anything? I have not. Um, have you, I'm kind of kind of curious now. Yeah, I would like to see it. I can I can lend you the the graphic novel because I have it. Okay. Um, and then just sometime just watch the movie because it's it's really I I really do recommend it. Um, it is really good. I I love it. Yeah. It's it's so anyway. So this stupid kid in real life was trying to do that. <laughs> That's nuts. Absolutely uh, nuts. Oh, you want to hear how he tried to attack the jogger? It's in detail. Well, because yeah, here. my my question was then going to be like, how did he get caught? What went wrong? Okay, so let's see. So the kid had placed a rubber mallet in aerosol axe deal because, of course, it had to be. Oh axe. God, this is how you know it's a teenager. aerosol axe deodorant can and a clothing robe belt between two parked cars in the driveway of his home as he waited for his victim. He allegedly planned to strangle him and drag him back to his home in a bed sheet. Uh, the kid told police he planned to hit the victim with a mallet and impair his vision with the deodorant spray. <laughs> Oh my uh, god. He, fur- he further planned to place the victim's body into his closet where the defendant said no one would know and the defendant could have the victim's body all to himself. Oh dear. <laughs> the defendant stated that he also planned to play with the victim to fulfill his sexual fantasies. Does it say, like just a teenager does it specify how He's old 18. Or he's an 18-year-old. Oh. He's an 18-year-old boy. When he yeah. launched his attack, he tossed a clothing robe uh, robe belt over the victim's head until it was around the front area of the victim's neck. However, the victim uses martial arts training to fight back against his attacker, oh who he never god. met. He used martial arts. That's amazing. Nice. Oh my god. <laughs> You've got to be kidding. <laughs> Talk about worst case scenario. <laughs> like, oh not only are you God. attacking a guy who's jogging regularly, he also does martial arts. <laughs> of course he does. Man, you really need to aim low if you're going to do shit like this. Like, this is your first, if this is your first murder, you need to aim a little lower, you know? Like, yeah, Tell you get get the prey. get the fat slob that's hanging out at a McDonald's like what you know what the fuck? <laughs> I, I kind of feel like his his first mistake was not prepping himself, you know. Like, okay, so what, what's my what's my what's my prey gonna be like? You know, I'm just gonna. I've seen him jog. He can run, but that's about it. And it's like you really didn't think this out, did you, man? I mean, you know. <laughs> okay. Now I gotta take issue with this thing that's in this article because they're Uh-oh. they're they're coming at me and probably you too, Lisa. We thought it was odd that he wanted to go out to the movies by himself. <laughs> like, fuck you, all right? <laughs> I go to the movies by myself only because I, I go to see the movies that no one else wants to see with me. I legitimately can't remember the last time I saw a movie with another person. <laughs> <laughs> It was probably last summer with my so, godson. I go to the movie. Like, I leave school on a Friday, and I go to the movie theater. And so, everybody else yeah. works for a living. And it's just, again, it's my anti-socialness. Like, I, I go to the movie because I just want to go. I want to watch a movie, and I want to leave. I don't want somebody to be like, oh, hey, do you want to go get a bite to eat? Or do you want to go hang? No, I want to go home. <laughs> like- so tell me, what did you think of the movie? I gotta no, go I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Chances are I'm watching it for a podcast I'm going to record in three days. <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> that's oh, that's true. so funny. Yeah, I get with this fucking cop. Shut up, cop. 
Yeah, this is what Ugh. happens. <laughs> so, anywho, yeah. So, yeah, that happened. I just, I just saw that headline and thought that cracked me up. So, oh, man. So now we're going to get a whole bunch of, oh, horror movies are ruining the minds of the youth. And oh, again, we've already been through that. I know. It's just, it's just going to repeat nonstop. Yeah. It's true because it's always the horror movies. It's always a horror movie. That horror movies don't make psychos; they make psychos more creative. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. From the actually good scream movie. Exactly. I can even I can even tell you like how Skeet Ulrich is standing. He's got the. He's got the the knife and he's threatening Sydney and he's sticking in her face. He's got his arm up over his head. Now, don't you blame the movie, Sid? Yep. Mm. That was the good Scream movie. That not was this the... other thing that's in theaters now. I, I've I've yet to see it. That's, I know. Gonna, and it's I'm okay prob- because I'm in the minority, so chances are you'll like it. I'm probably going to tr- maybe see it this week, maybe? I don't know. There we'll go. see. There's nothing coming out now, at least nothing that I wanted to see. So No, it's January. It's the, it's the dumping grounds. And there's nothing really good out. Spider-Man, yeah, but like so. Final Destination came out in January, I think, and... Yeah, There's some good stuff that comes out then. Yeah, well, well yeah, you never know. I kind of like right. the dumping ground. Do you? Okay. I do. Well, on that note, oh. it's time for the mixtape. <laughs> mixtape massacre, dumping ground. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to go first because last week I forgot to go, and then I had to edit in me doing my pick, so I don't want to have to do that again. So let me go first. Uh, I want to do this song has a because I just came back from my hometown of Chicago, and um, Sweet uh, home every time Chicago, it's not that song, but I like that. That's song. a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but no, there's a very very hyper specific song. It's not very well known, but it was used in a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I forget which one. I want to say the first one. I think it was the first one. It could be part two. I don't remember. But anywho. Um, I might say the name of the singer wrong because uh, it's a very strange name. Um, but it's uh, ooh, well, let me give it a let me give me a second here to see if I can pronounce it. Alo Aloda Haynes Jeremiah. We're gonna go with that with Lakeshore Drive. That is gonna be my pick for the week. Uh, yeah, I love this song. I hear this all. The, I heard this all the time when I was a kid. It came on the classic rock station. Um, and you know, the irony was not lost on the DJs who played this song. Uh, and actually, if you look up the, you know, the, the, the singer who did it, he's actually from Chicago and he wrote the song about the street in Chicago. Um, and, um, and people are always like, uh, oh yeah, LSD, it's a drug reference, right? Huh? And it's like, no, it's, it's not. It's actually about, it's actually, it's, a, it's actually about the street in Chicago. <laughs> so I just wanted to, yeah, I wanted to kind of just, you know, say, Hey, yeah, I, was, I was just up there and I saw everybody and, um, yeah, so there you go. So that's my, that's my pick for this week is the Lakeshore drive. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's a way to pronounce it. Uh, Alo, yeah, Aloetta Haynes, Jeremiah. There you go. Oh, it's actually three guys. Oh wow, I just now learned that. That's it's a dude. Cool. It's, it's a name no Alo. It's a, it's a dude named Aloetta, a dude named Haynes, and a dude named Jeremiah. It's three guys. Okay, I did not know that. Already. Already. Interesting. Anywho, uh, let's see. Let's have Rob go next. Oh, Rob. Yeah, a few weeks ago. 
Huh? I was going to have these go. No, go ahead, Rob. <clears throat> okay, so... Oh, man, you put me at a disadvantage because I feel like I'm going to lose again. My song is from... Um, it's from a really weird group. Um, it's about a really weird subject. Uh, okay. I was introduced to this um, when I was up going to college at Ball State. It's the Hearst song by Harley Poe. Mm, I am not familiar. Yeah, really? I'm shocked. Yeah, Harley, like Harley Poe, like as in Poe, po. the 90s artist? Yeah. Well, no, well, they're not really 90s. I mean, they're, I guess they can be. Yeah. Harley no, I think, I'm, I think we're talking about two different people. I'm talking I, about the individual singer Poe. Like no, the 90s. Harley Poe. It's a, it's a group. Um, let me pull up the music here. Uh, do I have it still um, pulled up? I got it. It's from their album Satan, Sex, and No Regrets. Oh, that's a that's a that's a title. Interesting. So, I, mean, I like it. I liked it. What reminds what it reminds me of? It reminds me of um, Doll Stories, <clears throat> Scary Stories. You know. Mm. And actually, I think this was from. Um, there is a you know Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yeah. There yeah, is, yeah, yeah. This actually is. I think it's one of his stories. Oh. I can't remember. I think they adapted it. You know, but. Yeah, I was gonna say um, they adapted this because Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark was in late '80s. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. You know what? I, I didn't hate it. How about that? So well, that works. Uh, that that's a good consideration. All right. Let me see what and Lisa. Even if got. I lose, suck at Lisa. <laughs> All right, Lisa. What do you got? Well, that's 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 a lot of sportsmanship. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> um. So I'm going to go with the song I heard on the radio last week. I actually heard it for the first time, and it's an artist who's um, I guess somewhat new. At least she's new to me. Um. She's got a new album that came out in 2021. So, I mean, I guess the thing is reasonably new. Uh, but the song that I heard is her new single. Um, the artist's name is Holly Humberstone. And the song that I think she's most known for right now is The Walls Are Way Too Thin. The song I'd like to put up is called Scarlet. Oh. Holly Humberstone? Holly Humberstone, H-U-M-B-E-R-S-T-O-N-E. Okay. All right. Huh. Interesting. It's interesting. It's an interesting artist. I kind of, I, I kind of like. She, she does sound like a lot of female artists nowadays. I will say this, <clears throat> um, especially like Billie Eilish. But the, her, her, her beat and her tempo is different i like you know it's it's interesting i like it i mean mm -hmm. she's i would have you play a little bit if you want of the um the other song she's better known for like i like billy Eilish. <coughs> i loved the stuff that she came on the scene with and i really like <coughs> phineas i think phineas is incredibly talented i love what he does um right. i see holly humberstone is different she doesn't have that dark edge she's got more of like a a, a waif like sound to her i think i like her voice tone better down to earth um, yeah, there's just something a little bit more um, endearing to her where I think Billie Eilish has a hard edge. Until um, she meets me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is going to be tough, you guys. This is seriously tough because I actually enjoyed both of your guys' picks. So trying to pick one here now is going to be a little difficult. So I, I just want to state that right now. Um, this Why? So... <laughs> um, I think I'm going to give it to Rob, though. 
Wow. Yay. <laughs> um, I'm going to check out this Holly Humberstone chick, but she does sound a lot like a Billie Eilish clone to me still. I'm sorry. You keep saying she doesn't, but it, it's, it's. Well, you've it's, heard one. You've heard 30 seconds of one song, which is. Funny. I heard a minute and a half of a you know three minute mean. song. So I don't want to hear one, it. You can't judge by one <laughs> song and i mean you I, certainly can did say, i not proceed that sentence with i'm gonna check out her other stuff oh yeah totally but no i'm just saying that um i'm not i'm not arguing out. for the sake of trying to win here i'm just saying you know like fine but i mean everybody is gonna sound like somebody there's a new band out there called the linda lindas and you hear this song it's a song called oh like oh uh, exclamation point it's the go-go's 30 years ago um See, but that's even, just, i've not even heard of that no, but if you if you play some of the song again, thirty seconds of it, you're gonna hear the Go Go's. Um, everybody sounds like somebody, so it's just a matter of well, do you like the song? You know what I mean? I guess I don't. Know. I guess I don't know. I'm, I'm still gonna create gonna, a I'm band, still... and I'm gonna call it Lana. Lana. <laughs> there you go, Lana. So I think you should call it Lana gonna, Lama. You're gonna call it? You're gonna cover Lana Del Rey songs? Oh God. Oh yeah. I like Lana Del Rey. Don't go. Don't oh like god too. me. I like her too. Don't oh god me. I'm allowed to not like who I don't like. Yeah, but unless it differs from my opinion, then I'm allowed to get mad. About it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my show, goddammit. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna play those songs for you, and then uh, when we come back, uh, I have like two things that I want to do. I don't know which one I want to do yet, so I'm gonna think about it during the break. And when we come back, me, we're gonna do. do Wait, we're gonna do one of those things. I'm sorry, Rob. Lisa's always going to win if it comes to that. Uh, we'll be right back. Just 
slipping on by on LSD, Friday night trouble bound. This Friday night and you're looking clean, the early to start the bounds. A ten minute ride from the Gold Coast back makes you show your pleasure bound. Sunshine's fine in the morning time Tomorrow is another day Goodbye. 
that you may be the next to die And your eyes fall out and your teeth decay And that is the end of a perfect day Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Jason Soto. I'm Rob Branch. And uh, we are the hosts of the podcast Cinegamer. It is a podcast that takes a look at board games that is based on movies, TV shows, books. Uh, what else is there, Rob? Pam- pamphlets? Uh, pamphlets. We put the thin in games. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so uh come check us out over at rabbitholepodcast.com or you can uh check us out on anchor spotify google apple anywhere you get podcasts from definitely check us out and we are definitely you couldn't tell are we on stitcher too we're on stitcher yeah hey how about that we're on stitcher also yeah so check us out in all those places and we are definitely adult orientated don't let the board game thing fool you so come check us out, rabbitholepodcast.com. We're adults. Hey, do you ever <laughs> fart while you're eating a burrito and having sex? Hi, I'm Amy Schumer and this is my... <laughs> Welcome back. We are back. And uh, I want to talk about Amy Schumer for a minute. The fuck? <laughs> that sounds like she was when she was like 16. That wasn't Amy Schumer when I. Oh, I, I'm like my God, she sounds like the, a baby. The video wouldn't have mattered to either of you guys, so I just played the audio. But that that was a chick pretending to be Amy Schumer. That's kind of what I want to talk about. Okay, so to anyone who may not remember, Amy Schumer was a comedian uh, and an actress. She was. Was in, um, did she like die? Where is she? What do you mean was? Well, I I don't know. She's been kind of in hiding for a while, probably for the stuff we're about to talk about. Um. She was really big in like the middle 2010s. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a uh, she had her own show on Comedy Central called Inside Amy Schumer. Uh, she had a bunch of comedy specials. She was in a bunch of movies. Uh, she uh, she did a voice on The Simpsons, voice on Family Guy, voice on Bob Bob's Burgers. Um, she hosted Saturday Night Live a bunch. Um, yeah. So okay. So she wrote a book. She wrote a book. Uh, she famously got pregnant. Kind of made a big deal about it. Then had a kid. Um. What else? Uh. Yeah. yeah she, so she famously was... got pregnant. What? What kind of? Well, she what? had struggled with it, and then she went through her whole pregnancy rather publicly, and she had a pretty bad pregnancy, as from what I remember. Thank you, Lisa. Yes. Because exactly. when you say she went through that. You know, you know, I'm thinking Octomile. <laughs> well, like that, but without the eight kids, oh. <laughs> basically. So, okay. So, all right. All right. So, first off, I was right. a fan of Amy Schumer. I, I, I did enjoy her show. Uh, I watched it every week. I liked her stand-up. Um, her movies were kind of hit or miss with me. Um, I wasn't a fan of uh, what the hell is that called? Train. Something? I actually enjoyed that one. What the? Hell? I don't even see it on here. Trainwreck. It was called Trainwreck, and oh, Bill Hader here. was in it. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Because it wasn't 
I was looking at her TV, not the movies. Yeah. So yeah. Trainwreck was okay. I just skipped Snatched altogether because that just looked really annoying. Oh, no, annoying. I didn't watch that. No. That looked really fucking excruciatingly annoying, and I just did not uh, want to watch that. Um, <clears throat> she uh, she does appear. Oh, she was in Sleepwalk with me. Interesting. Huh. Um, you guys see you in Sleepwalk with me? Probably don't even nope. know what the hell that is. No. You guys know the comedian Mike Burbiglia? Nope. Rob? Nope. Couldn't, couldn't say that, no. Okay. Uh, he's a funny dude. Uh, he does more, like, story-based comedy, like, instead of just, like, one-line jokes or, you know, <clears throat> man, women are different than men, huh? You know, instead of doing that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, he tells, like, stories from his life, but then he does, like, a humor spin on them. And that's kind of his that's- whole thing. A lot of comedians. That was like Ray well, Romano and uh, Bill Cosby uh, and those. Yeah, guys. but he's still he's still a little different. I I don't know how to explain. What's it to say, Kevin Kevin James? Like any of these guys who got sitcoms based on their routines? Yeah, okay, but he's still a little different. I can't. I guess I can't explain it right then. That's if you're fair. Not understanding what I mean. But anyway, he he just he just tells stories and they're very funny. And um, one of his stories was from one of his stand-up, which was also called Sleepwalk With Me, is he has this real-life condition where every time he sleeps, he sleepwalks. And he's very dangerous when he sleepwalks. And one day it got to a point where he was staying at a hotel on the third floor, and while sleepwalking, he jumped through a window. Oh, God. Wow. And so he made a movie about all that. And it's a really good movie. Uh, I recommend it. He plays himself, and he he tells the story of you know how he found this out, how he had this problem, and it's also at the same time a story about his relationship with his girlfriend at the time. Uh, anyway, the reason I'm getting sidetracked is because Amy Schumer appears in this movie, and I don't remember that. But anyway, good movie, recommend it. Also, Mike Birbiglia's comedy, I recommend that as well. Okay, back to Amy Schumer. <laughs> So she did a bunch of stand-up. She did a bunch of TV shows. I was a fan of her. I liked her uh, because I like, I I don't know how else the word is, gross people. I like weird off-the-cuff humor that's really, you know, um, yeah. And she's very much, you know, know, she's not very proper or anything. And I like that. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, there was a, there's a certain, there's an odd kind of charm to it, I think, with her. Because she she's kind of like that friend, that girlfriend you had in high school thing, like the girl who hung out with the guys and, you know, was just was one of the guys. And I think that's kind of that persona that she perpetuates, you yeah. know, like um, her. She she kind of she runs this uh, manifest, this sort of personality personality as somebody who's kind of like the train wreck, the hot mess. You know, her book is called um, the girl with the lower back dragon. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I read yeah. the book and the book is very funny. You know, like she's, she's got an endearing kind of charm, uh, but she definitely does put herself out there as somebody you would not bring home or, you know, she's not somebody that you think you'd bring home for, to meet the parents kind of thing. Like she definitely, runs with that kind of idea i think Mm. interesting so okay so yeah i really enjoyed that humor now there's two problems then arose from her and we'll address both of them the first one that i know a little bit more about is um the way she treated a fan one time um 
Now, I've been trying this whole entire time, trying to find the story. Like, it was on Twitter, and I can't find it. So this is just going off my memory. So this guy uh, went to see her show. And he went to see the show because his dad was, like, a either owned a comedy club or did something in the realm of, like, a comedy club. I can't remember what it was exactly, but he was kind of a big deal. And so this this guy, uh, the son of this guy, he then had the opportunity to meet Amy Schumer because of that. Now, I want to stress what he stressed is that he did all this after her show. And if anyone's not seen any of her comedy, it's a lot of vulgar sexual stuff mm-hmm. about how very she, blue comedy. she sleeps with guys and talks about her vagina a lot and stuff like that, right? So that's kind of her humor, okay? So that's important to the story. So she does that on her act. So then she's now done with her <clears throat> she's now done with her set. She gets off stage, goes to backstage, she meets this guy, and this guy's like, Oh, she says something like uh no, he says something and I, again, I'm very paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact thing, but it was something about uh, I can't wait. Uh, what was it? I can't wait to sleep with you or something, which is very much her style of humor. OK, he said that to her or she said that to him. He said that to her. OK, now it was. And then again, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know exactly. It, it, it's something like that. It was something about seeing her naked or sleeping with her or some kind of form of something like that. But it was very much matched her style of humor because she was just on a stage for an hour talking about how Mm-mm. she sleeps. With I already a bunch... disagree, but go ahead. <laughs> oh God. Okay. <laughs> about how she sleeps with a bunch of guys. And again, I, if I can remember exactly what he said, because I remember thinking it wasn't that bad. And I was like, why is this becoming a big deal? It was something like that. <clears throat> and so then he said this to her and then she says, wow, and to think that your dad was such a nice guy or something. And then he got all like, I can't believe you're offended because I made a joke similar to your act. Um, so, Lisa, go ahead and respond. I'm going to see if I can try to find what the hell this guy said. Um, I'm, I think I found what you're talking about. Is this the guy that she blasted? She put his photo online or maybe. Oh, no, this is a she. Wait, I can't tell what this is. It may not be the right one. So here, um, okay, I've got something. Go, it's gone. I want to. I want to hear what was said. So my my take on this is, you know, it, it's the same as him going to or getting somebody who's a sex worker, and assuming because this person is a sex worker, they will do whatever is requested of them, um, because gentleman is paying for it uh whereas the bottom line is the transaction needs to be consensual and sex worker does not mean that they are your plaything uh period end of sentence it doesn't work that way it's a transaction you know the same way you wouldn't go to a cashier at you know cvs and say hey make me a burger you know there's certain things they have to agree to do the thing as a bad analogy uh but the idea is doesn't matter what her comedy is if he said something to her that was inappropriate That's all again we don't know what was said yet because you haven't necessarily found it so i reserve the right to change my mind here but if he said something offensive to her he ah. has no right to say that to her i found it go Oof. ahead 
That took some. <laughs> that took some doing. Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. So okay, I got the things a little bit mixed up. Okay. So hey, he didn't give say me the that, full story here. He didn't say it to her face. That's what it was. Okay. It was after he did this on Twitter. That's what it was. So she did a show, and then uh, he got to see her perform and meet her backstage and everything. And then later that night, the guy on Twitter says, "Spent the night with Amy Schumer. Clearly not the first guy to write that." That's what. That's the tweet. That's exactly what he said. I was said. just reading that, yeah. Okay. Oh. So that's what he says, okay? Again, I'm going to repeat. Spent the night with Amy Schumer. Clearly not the first guy to write that, okay? That's exactly what he says. And again, that's in the same style of her humor. She then tweets back, has, I get it because I'm a whore. Glad I took a picture with you. Hi to your dad. That's what it was. So she got all offended about this. And this is where my problem lies. Is because, okay, I made it way worse than it actually was, I guess. I didn't mean to because I was trying to remember what the hell he said. I don't think but that's you that bad. Are, you are in the ballpark with what you said, though. He's insinuating but that it's he slept not that with bad. her. But it's not that mm, bad. It's it's high school rumor, rumor, rumor mongering. You know, it's he's saying something about her reputation. He is also suggesting, now, is it extreme? Yes, but... As from a business standpoint, she does these meet and greets. He has now just put out there that, hey, you do a meet and greet with Amy and she'll sleep with you. <laughs> he didn't say that. Also, that is mind. what he said. As a matter of fact, it's an innuendo. It and is. he thought it was funny. And she has a right to be upset because it's making a suggestion about her, regardless of whether or not it connects to her humor. You're right. There is innuendo. She does talk about that kind of stuff. Um, but I guarantee you that he is not the first male fan to make such a kind of comment. Probably she hears hecklers make those kinds of comments all the time. And this is the equivalent of, and I'm going to go real far on this one, so get ready to hate me on this one. Okay. But... <laughs> You're victim shaming. You can't say the girl uh, asked for whatever assault comes upon her because of the way she was dressed. You can't say that Amy Schumer deserves that kind of innuendo comment regarding her business and her meet and greets because that's her kind of humor. If it's her kind of humor, she's the only one who gets to say it. And granted, many of you may be like, nope, Lisa, you're going too far with this. It's just my point of view on it. But see, okay, so my point of view is is that he just made a similar style joke that she, she would have made and that she did make. And, you know, I made it I made it way worse from what I thought he said. So no, it wasn't okay. that bad. Okay, so if anybody wants to know my point of view. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, first <clears throat> off, this guy is a 17-year-old film critic. Okay. He's 17? At the time, so this 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 article that I'm reading was from 2016. Um, January 19th, 2016. And it's, you know, it's a 17-year-old film critic tweeted a photo of himself with comedian on the carpet with a suggestive caption. <gasps> no, worse. That's her reputation. So first and foremost, um, you know, it. I have to agree with Lisa, it is the whole, you know, high school BS. Second, you know, if, it, if this joke was said, like, you know, behind closed doors you know like they were just joking about it. yeah it's 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 okay but this is her profession this is her job this is what she does for a living 
you know, the dude doesn't get the right to sit there and make that kind of joke publicly, especially when he's trying to be a film critic, you know? And he's underage. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's, that's oh, no. A, a joke like that ends my career. Jokes like that nowadays can, can end anybody's oh, career. Oh, God, no. Unless you're a scumbag piece of shit, you know? I mean... <laughs> There are a lot of people like the the industry that I'm going into. I I can't make jokes like that, you know. Especially if I'm going to be, you know, on the stand, you know, giving my de deposition about something I found. I can't make a joke like that because that's my you know that's my reputation, that's my career. I'm 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 doing this as you know, a expertise in my area. You know, I can't sit there and make you know, sex jokes, you know, in public. I I can do it behind closed doors with you know myself because i only live by myself you sure as hell don't put that in writing i mean this is what this is what <clears throat> you know i talk about where it's like mm, you know some of the content that occasionally you guys drift into i have to kind of excuse myself from the conversation because that that's not a thing <laughs> it's you know it's borderline sexual harassment um yeah <clears throat> A 17-year-old, that's not okay. Th well, this is from the article that I'm reading. I don't know. I mean, you know, if, if the article is wrong, then that's on the uh, the writer. It's not on me, for, first, for, first and foremost. Yeah, the, the article says that the individual was 17 years old at the time and made that innuendo. I mean, you know, sexual harassment coming from anybody, it doesn't matter. You know, it's it's not, it's an unwanted response. Um, mm-hmm. It shouldn't happen, you know. Both men and women can be sexually harassed at any time. There's, it's, it's not just oh, it's all about you know women are being sexually harassed all the time. Men are as well. Um, it just depends upon the person who's doing the harassing. You know, it depends on on what their you know quote unquote flavor is. You know, and it's it's not something that anybody should be proud of. You know. Hmm. I don't know. I just didn't think it was that big of a deal. Like it, it. It wasn't like you know, I don't know. It didn't Jason, seem like it was that we, big of a deal. Jason, we hear <clears throat> Turkish songs all the time, so I mean, you know, a lot of things are not that big a deal to you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> all right. Well, the other thing about Amy Schumer <clears throat> um, is she allegedly, and I guess I need to say this because it has been fully proven, steals jokes from like a lot of people. Um, that's kind of wow. hard to. I feel like that's so, come up with quite a few comedians. Um. So okay, I'm just trying to find like some example. Like, there, like I, uh, there's like a whole bunch of paragraphs that like explains what the original joke was, and then it says Schumer's joke, uh, and they're mainly like either stuff from. <clears throat> some of it's from her stand-up, but most of it is from, like, movies. Like, one example is from uh, from the movie Trainwreck. Um, well, you can't, if it comes to movies, you can't blame her. That's on the writers. Well, I think Unless she, she, she co-wrote Trainwreck, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm, she did. Uh, yeah, she also, well, it says writer, so maybe she was the only writer? Uh, written by, yeah, she, she, she wrote it. She's the only one who wrote Trainwreck, so... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, this is. I, I'm not gonna get into the whole. You guys can just look up all the similarities. She she did this a lot apparently. Um, and you know, 
I'm not a fan of stealing jokes. Like, that's just weird. Oh, no, I don't agree with that either. And, you know, I, I, I struggle every week on this show to, like, come up with something original. And my whole my whole angle is I I do things from a parody angle in that, like, I make fun of things that exist. So I'm hoping that's, like, enough to get, for me to get away with it. Like the like last week we did the advice thing, right? I got that from my my brother, my brother and me. So, you know, I I I, I tend to like borrow things and then kind of like skew them a little bit. I don't like flat out take things. The, some of these things are just like flat out. She stole these things. So I don't know. I've sort of stopped becoming a fan after Amy Schumer after all of this. Mm-hmm. Um. And then she seemed to just kind of disappear after all that, honestly. Like, she, she had a, she had a kid, which, you know, I'm happy for her. And I'm happy she's okay. You know, like yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to say I want anything bad to happen to her. You know, let her live her no, life. No, I didn't, I didn't get that impression from <clears throat> what you were saying. I, yeah, let her live her life. Let her have a family. She's married. She's now happily married. She has at least a kid. I don't know if she has a second kid. I don't think so. But she's got, she's got a couple of – she's got a kid, but that's awesome for her. I'm very happy. Uh, last thing I saw was she did, she tried to do some things in 2020, but then 2020 had the 2020 and they, they didn't manifest. Um, 2020 was 2020 and then 2020 birthed 2021. Yeah. I mean, the last thing she did was in 2020. She did a bunch of stuff in like online stuff in 2020. Um, and she was, well, she did a movie in 2021 and I've never heard of this called the humans. I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. Uh, it's a 2021 American psychological drama. What? She was in a drama? What the fuck? I was just never a fan of her to begin with. I mean, I've seen her stand-up comedy. Oh. And I'm like, all right, you know. But it's just, I've never really been a fan of her from the get-go. I mean, she's... Really? Well, I mean, <clears throat> she didn't seem like she had anything that stood her out amongst other comedians and female comedians and actors and actresses you know it's just it's one of those things it's like okay yeah she's making jokes big deal you know i'm not really impressed Hmm. but that's just me like when i get the the older i get it's harder for me to be impressed by things because of the fact i've seen so much you know i've as an adult you know you you see things that you know you just it's it's hard to compare like you know like i guarantee you lisa has seen things in her state that you know if we were me and you jason were ever go to was it rhode island yeah it's rhode mm-hmm. island yep <laughs> if we were go to rhode island we'd be like what the fuck and then lisa's like oh that's kind of common it's no big deal <laughs> i'm like wait 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 that's an amish with an ak-47 well you know what I mean? <laughs> we yeah. see that all the time that's, that's common knowledge that's barrington yep. yeah that's barrington. <laughs> that's barrington and we're like what 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 you know <laughs> the amish with the guns that makes sense well, yeah. but it's so. it's it goes it goes back to what i'm saying it's like you know there are things that it's hard it's hard to impress me as a person because i've seen so much you know i've yeah so i mean you know she, she's She's doing her thing. Good for her. You know, I mean, she took time off to be with her family, which a lot of, especially with COVID, a lot of um, actors and actresses did. They they took time off to, to be with their family and to, yeah. you know, develop bigger and if bonds. She's got a, if she's got a baby, I mean, my goodness, that's, that's oh, yeah. going to, a young child is going to take your attention. Yeah, totally. 
shit ton of dirty diapers. Yep. Yeah, so I am curious if she makes some kind of comeback and what those jokes are going to be like. I'm very mm-hmm. curious. So, anyway, this movie, The Humans, uh, it's got yeah, it's 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 from A24. So we now Ooh. live in a we live in a society now where Amy Schumer is in an A24 movie. <laughs> this is this is that one episode of Freakazoid all over again. But. A20 what? A24 is who makes the artsy horror movies. Oh. I don't, so, yeah, I don't know. Heredi- how to keep... Hereditary and uh, the Black Coat's Daughter and Midsummer and the Lighthouse and Lamb just came out. Oh um, yeah, okay. I love them. They're coming out with this uh, X movie in March. Oh, that looks good. I yeah, I'm I'm for that. So even though I'm not a Ty West fan, like in the least bit, I that looks awesome. I saw the trailer. Fuck yeah, Ty West. So. Uh, we got to find a way to keep Rob in the loop. I swear. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get better at this. Like, you know, I'm getting out of my depression. I, like I said, I have a job interview on Friday, mm-hmm. hoping to get it. I'm going to clean up my life. Get my, you know, depression is a, is a seriously fucked up thing. It's, it's hard it really to deal is. with, you know, even with on medications, there's just some days like lately nowadays, I just say, fuck, it. I don't get out of bed till like one, two o'clock. Cause one, it's cold outside. And I'm under two or three sheets, two or three very blankets. Much, I'm like, mm, yeah, it feels very good. much so. Yeah. And the weather doesn't help when you start de- when you're dealing with depression. The seasonal affect stuff really kicks yeah. up. It is fucking. So I mean, freezing. you know, I my focus in my entire life right now has just been well, it was school, but now it's get a job and then you know finish school. You know, and I might be able to live a normal life like you people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> normal, like I one thing at a time. Life. Thanks for saying I live a normal life. I, that's that's cute. You do, Senor Poopy Pants. Right. <laughs> well, I gotta hear stuff like that on a regular basis, so I would not say that I live a normal life. So, all right. Well, that's that's all I wanted to talk about, which is about Amy Schumer. I just need something to talk about for this yeah. last segment, and that that's that. So, all right, we're done with the episode. Uh, all right, Rob, Aww. Lisa. Lisa, Aww. thank you guys very, very much for uh, over already for doing this show. Yeah, we are done. We're done. Uh, <laughs> He's had we're enough done. of us. Only, only, only for the week. We'll, we'll be back next week. Don't, don't you worry, Rob. Don't you worry. Yeah. We'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> what was it that Mister Rogers always used to say? He'd say something like, "Like you know, just hang around. We'll be back." <laughs> I, I can't don't remember. Remember? I don't remember what he said. He said something like that. Anywho, that's what I'm saying to you See guys. You guys. So, Rob. Rob, Lisa, thank you so much uh, for doing this silliness with me. And we'll try not to get so heavy next week. I promise. This got, <laughs> well, this got heavier gonna... than I anticipated. I didn't anticipate it being this heavy. So Well, Rob's we'll, we'll, going we'll to do psychology questions next we'll, week. We'll try to lighten up next week. So, All right. Crap, let's end I the show. I think about that. All right. Let's end the show. <clears throat> Whatever with Jay Soto is hosted by me, Jason Soto, and my two best pals in a whole wide world, Lisa and Rob. Uh, I can be found on Twitter at Famous Comedian, on Instagram at I'm underscore Famous Comedian, or you can email the show at whateverjasonsoto at gmail.com. Check out our Facebook group, uh, facebook.com slash groups slash rabbit hole pod, or follow uh, rabbit hole on Twitter at rabbit HP. Oh, that is so much easier to say. <laughs> at rabbit HP. I like it. Uh, also, you can go to rabbitholepodcast.com and check out 
a whole bunch of other shows. It's amazing, you guys. Seriously, it's awesome. Go check out every single one of them. They are all A number one. The Duke of New York, A number one. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Google, and anywhere else you find awesome, awesome podcasts. The mixtape intro song was made by friend of the show, Lackey, who you can find on his SoundCloud page at soundcloud.com slash lovewithoutsound. The beginning ending song is Liam Lynch's United States of Whatever from the album Fake Songs. Uh, This show is made possible thanks to the Patreons. Patreons, you guys are awesome. We love you. I sing your praises. You give me money every month, and I appreciate it. Chris R. from AfterCredits.com. Thank you so much, Chris R. The Vern. Vern from Cinema Recall. Thank you so much, uh, Vern. Bill Zaney from the Top 5 A through Z show. Thank you so much, Bill. The mysterious benefactor known as Silent Partner. Thank you so much, Silent Partner. Uh, the equally mysterious benefactor known as Nimrod Forrest. Thank you so much, Nimrod Forrest. And last but not least, thank you so much to Carl. Carl, thank you so much for supporting the show. Hey, sometime in February, all of us and uh, Lackey, who I just mentioned, we're going to do a top 10 favorite albums of all time list show and it's only going to be on uh patreon i almost said only on spotify and that would not work out (laughs) very well on patreon so if you want to hear that it's going to be in february sometime i don't have a date set yet but if you want to check that out you want to hear the weird shit rob's probably going to have on his list you're going to want (laughs) to pay three bucks and uh you're going to want to listen to this i think i could predict lisa's you all could probably predict mine Lackey's kind of the wild card, so <laughs> I'm curious what he's going to have. This is going to be a fun show, I think. Uh, you don't want to miss it. Three bucks, patreon.com slash whatever with Jason Soto. And you get to hear these episodes a week early. Like, I don't know why that's a bad thing. Just that that in itself is worth the three bucks. And then you're going to get all this extra content. And then we're getting new extra content. Ah, That's so awesome. Three bucks a month. Do it. Um, all right, everybody. Hey, (laughs) do it now. Put the cookie down. (laughs) That's going to do it. Hey, that's going to do it for this episode. Everybody, I want to thank you all for listening, for supporting the show. You guys are cool. Uh, everybody, please keep getting vaccinated. Uh, wash your goddamn hands and keep your head in the clouds and your feet in the mud. Adios. Vaccinate yourself. Cause this is my United States or whatever And this is my United States or whatever Copyright 2022 Rabbit Hole Podcasts Rabbit Hole Podcasts.com